Live from the J.C. Newman Cigar Studio in Boston, Massachusetts, welcome to the Smokin' Tobacco Show with your hosts, Matt Tobacco and Smokin' Nicole. How's it going, everybody? Uh, we're broadcasting live here from the Gurkha Cigar Studios in beautiful British Columbia. I'm going to be your host tonight, Mitchell Santega. Uh, make sure to head to your local PNM or in your online retailer for your favorite Gurkha cigars. Try to pick up maybe the new Pure Evil or the Revenant. Uh, unfortunately, you know, you guys are used to seeing a different face up here, but uh, Matt, usually broadcasting from the J.C. Newman Cigar Studio, is a little bit sick today, so it'll just be me, and uh, and yeah, I'm going to be, we might as well jump right into it, since I don't really have anyone else to banter with, and uh, we'd like to introduce today uh, on the show, Ram Rodriguez from Artista Cigars. How's it going? How's it going, my friend? Hey, Ram, we got things started. A few pickups, hiccups, but uh, we got it here. It's going good. It's uh, looks like you're in a nice, warm place over there. Where are you? Where are you coming from? Yes, I am. Yeah, uh, right now I'm in Santiago, you know, beautiful uh, backyard. Uh, it's no snowy, so it's good. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Are you just at your house, or are you at the at the factory, or? I'm in my house right now. Nice. That's awesome. Well, thank you for joining us tonight, taking some time out of your day. Uh, this should be a good show. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you haven't cut in light already, we uh, let's, let's kind of talk about what we're smoking. And tonight our cigars are brought to you by Two Guys Cigars. You can uh, grab all your Artista cigars from twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two guys cigars. Dot com. Um, for me, I am enjoying the Harvest. Uh, it just came out, what, last year, early, late last year? Late last year, that's correct. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, today I'm smoking a new cigar that is invisible. I have it right <laughs> here. So unfortunately, uh, yeah, it's been a crazy day for me too here. And I forgot my cigars in the office. What a shame. And we have an expression on this island. We say uh, in Spanish is in Casa del Herrero, Cuchillo de Palo. That means uh, on the Smith house, they use wooden knife. So, like, <laughs> I, I, I don't have cigars on my house right now for some reason. No cigars in your house. Sorry, couldn't, even, couldn't even get to your neighbor's house. Or just, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, you know, sometimes that happens. But uh, thank you so much for joining us uh, tonight. As always, we cut and light our cigars with Blondie, Cigar Blondie. Uh, head over to CigarBlondie.com for your accessories. You can get these accessories, three beautiful colors in black, white, and silver. They come with a sturdy straight cutter and a beautiful blade torch lighter. Uh, mine are in the mail on my way, so I, I don't have any to show anybody. But uh, usually Matt has a nice pair to show people. And uh, yeah, so Ram, let's kind of get right into it and tell us kind of a bit brief history about how you kind of got into the industry as well as Artista Cigars and, and the inception of that. Yeah, sure. So Artista was founded by my grandfather in 1956. And, you know, I've, I've been in the, in the cigar industry my whole life, basically. I was uh, born walking distance from the factory. I used to play climbing the bells when I was a little kid. <laughs> And though it was not forced by my family 
to for me to become part of the industry it was kind of like a natural thing that happened so yeah, yeah been my whole life uh el artista eh, cigars per se like artista brands uh that is a project that, that uh, i create myself uh we've al always been a backstage company um we are a we have made some quite volume of uh, growth, quite some good volume of tobacco here in the Dominican Republic and in Ecuador as well. And a private label is, is always been uh, a, a big part of, of our company as well. Uh, when I got involved in the company, my dream from the beginning was I want to create a cigar brand and, you know, be out there, uh, attending to the shows, you know, visiting cigar shops. And having a presence by ourselves, not only like a backstage. Yeah, for sure. Um, in in what year you mentioned you kind of spearheading the Artista project? Um, what what year did that happen where you guys started making your own cigars for yourself? So we we we've always had, but they have always been distributed so for by exclusive channels like some online stores, for example. Uh, when I jumped on board with the project, I was a uh, 20 years old. Uh, so 2012, more or less, yeah, is when uh, I, you know, I, I, we established our operations in Miami, and we start uh, doing our own importation, and from there distributing all across the United States. That's awesome. Um, I. More recently, you went from being El Artista to just Artista Cigars. Uh, tell me a bit how that kind of happened. You guys as well kind of brought on a new look, uh, kind of changed some packaging and kind of taken on this, well, dropped the L out of it and just went with Artista. Was that all you're doing or was that a bit of like, you know, company talks? How, how'd that come around? Socks. It, it actually, the, lo the new logo looks a... Logo, but it actually took us a lot of time to to decide on on this new path, uh, and it was something that we didn't take took it like very light. Um, since I started, my 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 idea was okay, you know, like we are El Artista, so obviously the brand should be El Artista. Uh, in that time, for some reason, we decided not to go with that name. And our the first brand we re released when we established ourselves in Miami was Exactus, and uh, I think it was very smart thing to do, uh, mainly because in that moment we didn't have enough experience of, of how the market works and and how things should be done. Uh, now after all these years, uh, we are ready. We are ready to. Uh, you know, go all in with, with, with this new beautiful presentation, new packaging, very, very good blend that we took a really long time in order to come with. Uh, that is something that we definitely feel that suits uh, the name El Artista, which is a, a name that has a lot of meaning and a big legacy for, for me and my whole family. Yeah, definitely. I love I love the new look. It's very clean. It's very simple. It makes it uh, it makes it easy to recognize, which is important for a brand to have. Is you want to be able to walk into a humidor and just pretty much see it on the shelf and know what you're looking at, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And and I think we hit the target. That is exactly what we were, we were looking for. Uh, 
to have a, a, a logo that uh, gets old with time. Uh, we didn't want something way too old school, but nothing like way too more. It's going to look uh, ugly. And, 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 and yeah, this logo, this box as well. Yeah, you definitely, you definitely want got something there that can uh, last last the test of time for sure. Um, you mentioned kind of your first brand. Is is that brand that you mentioned um, still on the market today that you guys first came out with? Yeah, it's just still there. It's just still there. Honestly, we're not pushing it that much anymore. Uh, in the U, like at least in the U.S. market, uh, like we 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 are forward in the Buffalo Ten, which has been uh, a, our top-selling product so far. Uh, but in sure. certain parts of, of in the Middle East and some parts of Europe, uh, Exactus is, is still very, a, a very good brand that, that it move, moves quite well. Nice. That's good to hear that that brand's still, still around. Um, talking about Buffalo 10, it's definitely a, a huge brand. I'd say in the last few years, it's really taken off. When did, uh, when did Buffalo 10 kind of hit the market? And what uh, what different wrappers do you have in, in offering for the Buffalo 10? So Buffalo 10 was four years ago. It was the first release, the Maduro. Uh, it was really clear that there is a Maduro Connecticut. So, so it was pretty obvious that the other ones were coming. Uh, so the first year we did the Maduro. Uh, then we came with the with the, a, a natural. And the very last one, the Connecticut. You know, fantastic. Uh, everybody seems to love Buffalo City out of out of the design, a, a very uh, good cigar that you can enjoy basically any time of the day. And and obviously the price point, you know, is is not a, an expensive cigar. Uh, it's a cigar that won't kill your pocket. And you can just, you know, have it. Definitely. Definitely a great price point and great flavor. I've had the uh, Buffalo 10 Maduro before, and uh, once I'm through with this harvest, I'll definitely light up this this Buffalo 10 Natural. Um, I haven't been able to get my hands on the Connecticut yet, but uh, I really want to try that. I've heard great things about it. And um, who, um, who kind of came up with this thin box press? Was that like your idea? Was that something that just kind of like came out of necessity uh it's it's great for the mouthfeel i love i love the feeling in the hand so it was intentional uh, we didn't want a perfect square cigar and uh, you do that obviously with a tray you know you put all the the rounded cigars on a tray and you press it uh we made it as to be a it looks it became way 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 too uh, too thin and the cigar ended up that flat but we smoked it anyway we really liked it and we like the fact that it's something kind of original that not a, not a lot of people had done before so we were like yeah let's let's go for it you know uh, and that's why well, like we we call it soft box press because it, it feels actually a little bit more soft than, than your regular box press. It's just like something cool that, that uh, we decide to do and people seem to like it. 
Nice. It worked. Yeah, for sure. Um, I guess next would be another really popular, or as I would like to say, a big line would be the Big Poppy. Uh, I think was, is it last year or this year? I think you're doing a bit of an extension onto the Big Poppy, adding some Vitolas. Um, kind of talk to us about that and how, how that came around with, uh, with the Big Poppy. So, yeah, we uh, we know David for a really long time. Uh, we've been sponsoring his, his celebrity golf tournament for a really long time now. And he was always crazy with cigars. You know, uh, every time we were at, at, at those events, he was spending, I'll say, thir- at least 30% of his time next to the cigar rolling, trying to see, uh, asking questions about why do you, do you roll it like this? How do you hold? Uh, your chaveta, which is the, the the cutting knife for the tobacco. Uh, yeah. What is that glue? You know, like very very curious. And yeah. uh, one day I told him like, Hey, Davy, you know, uh, you seem to like a lot of cigars. You should come to the factory and uh, let's make a blend together. He was like, Yeah, sure, sure. I sh- we should definitely do that. After that, I I felt it was more like an empty promise of something that will never had uh, like one or two weeks after that i got a call from one of his assistants like hey like you know i'm calling on behalf of david he wants to know if if uh, when is a good time for for him to to go to the factory to blend with you now you know like like anytime you know hell yeah so he spent a whole whole day and uh, there is where we actually clicked a little bit more Uh, he is all each other uh, he realized like we are like a family oriented business my I uh, work right next to my father all the time he's kind of the same on on, on, on his side uh, and yeah we end up with very good blend which is the original big poppy line. And uh, he picked the size himself. That's 54 by 6 size. And, and, and for two orders, you know, like not, not even a lot because he was still active. So we were shipping yeah. him, sending him probably around 100 to 200 cigars. Uh, one or two months. And uh, after that, uh, in one of the events again, I told him, like, hey, you know, we should, uh, eh, 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 once you retire, we should start. Uh, he, he liked the idea. His, his last spring training game, eh, that was in Fort Myers in Florida. Uh, and over there, we were going to sign the, the, the agreement. Eh, I did. Eh, the night before the game, eh, we met and we signed the agreement. Next day, uh, he invited us to the game, and that's where I realized, like, you know, I come to this uh, body wearing big poppy jerseys. I was like, oh, my God, you know, like, like he is a big deal, you know? <laughs> Very big deal, <laughs> Because yeah. we have so many baseball players here, and, and yeah, we love the for him. He's just, he's just crazy. Uh, after that, uh, we started with the, with the big poppy line. Uh, I think like two years after, we released the slogan, which is, was the second blend that we made together. Uh, he wanted a six 
60 by 60 by 7. I was asking for and a, two years ago, we decided to release the, the, the robusto size of, of the same line, the slogger. Some really interesting and cool things are coming from Big Papi, by the way. So, so stay tuned for that. Nice. I'm definitely I'm excited soon. to see what's coming out with the Big Papi. I've had, uh, I think I've had the 5x50, the slugger, and uh, yeah, it was a nice blend. Uh, I definitely uh, go towards a bit more of a, that Robusto. Um, and I think you mentioned the Big Slugger was a 60x7. What, what's the, uh, one, of our, one of our audience members here had a question. What is the biggest ring gauge you guys make at uh, Artista Scars? So the biggest ring gauge we make is a 90 by 11. Whoa. Almost one feet long. Yeah, it's a big ass cigar. And you know what's the funny thing? <laughs> it moves quite well. It, it really does. And we did that cigar. Uh, it's called Exacto Super Colosso. We have it available in Maduro and Connecticut. And we did it more like a novelty, you know, uh, something to give away in events and, and use it with, with, with offers. And we start getting orders from it. I was like, really? And reorders and reorders. And we still do. So I was like, so people are actually smoking this big guy. And to like, we do the same blend. Like it's the same, uh, same tobacco that we use on the Exactus. We use the exact same on the Super Colossal. So yeah, people really like that cigar. Definitely. If you can get uh, a nice blend on a big ring gauge, there's there's definitely a market out there in the, in the U.S. for it, for sure. Yeah, but a 90, my friend. You know, that's I, that's crazy. You know, I, I've only smoked a few 60s. 60s is about as big as I can go. Um, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a guy who really likes to, you know, get, get my too. teeth in it. Me and too. and yeah, when I'm yeah. pa pa passing 60, it just my jaw hurts. You know, my jaw hurts. Yeah. And Aspie asks again, do you think you can make a 10 yeah. by 100? <laughs> that, I mean, yeah, it can be done. There are no limits, honestly. You know, uh, you just need a bigger, more, bigger molder. Everything is possible. Yep. Anything's possible. Yeah, and 90 true. is, for people to understand, let me get my calculator. 90, uh, 54 is almost one the diameter of the cigar so yeah quite yeah quite of a big guy you're almost at two, you're almost at two inch diameter with uh with a 100 there it's it's pretty crazy oh yeah yeah um but yeah i think your most recent uh your most recent blend and offering is the uh the harvest in the midnight if i'm correct um do you want to talk a bit about those? Uh, might as well just start with the start with the midnight, and then we'll go on to the harvest and what I'm smoking. Absolutely. So, uh, I blended during the pandemic. Uh, we closed the factory for two months, and I basically had a huge warehouse full of tobacco for me to play around. So that's what I did. And uh, the one that you're smoking, the Harvest, has a Ecuadorian Sumatra uh, wrapper. I'm crazy. I've, I've always been crazy about uh, Sumatra Ecuador. Uh, I'd say, like, when you smoke it pure grade, it's like smoking racing. It's so sweet uh, and so intense. And it's just fantastic tobacco. Um, the binder is a, a Dominican a, a Habano wrapper. 
uh, binder, I'm sorry. And it's a blend of Dominican fillers. Uh, those Dominican fillers, it has a couple of hybrids that, that we've been developing. Uh, and yeah, like, like it's just unique. The tobaccos that we're using there are just very, very special. And, and that's why we decided to release it. Now, is uh, those hybridized uh, fillers you're talking about, are they only in the harvest or are they in the harvest and the midnight as well? That is only in the harvest. Okay. Yeah. And it's, I cannot disclose, unfortunately, the the name of like what the harvest came from. And we don't mm. even have, uh, but it's such a unique tobacco, man. You know, like if when you smoke a pure gray, it's like, like, what is this? Do I like it? Do I hate it? I don't even know. It's just, it's just something special. And it took me a really long time in order to create that blend. Just because I didn't even knew how to play around with it. It definitely, on the palate, has a very unique flavor. You know, I'm definitely getting some of that pepper, the wood. Uh, it blends really well, and there's that good amount of sweetness you're talking about. I really get, uh, I took a really nice retrohale a few puffs ago, and I got an overwhelmingly, like, plum stewed fruit sweetness on the retrohale. It was really nice with that little bit of black pepper in the back. Uh, definitely very unique, really good. I'm really enjoying this harvest for sure. Yo, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that, man. Um, with with a new hybridized leaf, do you guys have to do any like different or new fermentation process on that, or is it pretty standard there? I know you guys um, publicly talk a lot about kind of your patoon fermenting and and stuff like that. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you guys usually use wine. Um, do you use something for, for this or have you kind of played around with different patoon fermentation on some of your tobaccos? Uh, sometimes we play around. We, we don't have a patoon like most of the companies that they have like this secret formula that, uh, that they blend with different fruits and spices and stuff. Uh, we, on our regular production, we only use wine in some tobaccos like not even in all just in, just in some of them uh mm. the main reason is that the wine the sugars inside the the wines that we use uh, really adds a lot it's up a lot and uh, you know and uh, for this tobacco in particular just heat and water, my friend. It's like regular uh, fermentation, like it should be done with, with all the tobaccos. Uh, nothing else other than that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, this is this is a great blend. I hope it's uh, I hope it's doing well. Like I said, it's only been on the market for a little while, less than a year. And uh, anything anything else in terms of new things planning to come out this year? I, are, are you guys planning to be at TPE? Yeah, yeah, we're going to be on TPE. I'm even attending. I'm going, but only on the last day. Mm -hmm. uh, I had some crazy schedule, that, uh, and that's how I'm going to do it. Uh, but, yeah, we, we're going to be at TPE, a showcast in all of our products still in, in when summer arrives. Uh, uh, we still... Uh, the only things that we are still missing is the art per se and uh, but yeah we're definitely releasing something new this year awesome yeah i can't wait to see that uh 
I, I, I didn't quite hear. What uh, what Vitolas are the Harvest and the Midnight both offered in? So it's only going to be two sizes, uh, Robusto and Toro. Nice. And yeah, I think, I, think I have the press. Robusto here. Yeah. Yeah. The, the box press is definitely a little softer than that of the Buffalo 10, for sure. Like, not, not as flat, but uh, still feels great in the hand and, and definitely a good mouthfeel. I'd... Like I said, I'm really enjoying this. I also had the Midnight. This was a while ago. I think I smoked the Midnight a, a few months ago. And yeah, it was definitely a, a darker, richer um, blend and definitely had some unique flavors to it. What What's the pro on that again on the Midnight? I think you mentioned. Uh, sorry, I lost you there. What was the question? Uh, what was the wrapper on the Midnight? The wrapper is a Habano grown in Ecuador, Maduro, Habano oh, okay. Maduro wrapper. Yeah. Now, I know, I know you guys grow a lot of your tobaccos. Um, is everything that you blend from all of your own farms, because you mentioned you have farms in, in Ecuador as well as Dominican Republic, or do you guys outsource a little bit of like your wrappers or a few fillers here and there, or is everything grown by El Artista? Uh, we, we source tobacco as well, you know, and that's the beauty of, of, of free market and, and cigars per se. You know, you have so many options out there for you to, to play around and blend and try different things. Uh, we use a lot of tobacco from the U.S., for example, PA and, and Connecticut. Uh, we use a lot of tobacco from Central America, Honduras. Indonesian as well, and maybe we, we use tobaccos from India, not on our blends, but in the factory we, we use it for sure. Wow, that's really that's really unique. That's definitely a lot of tobaccos from all over the place. Yeah. What's yeah. What, what would you say is one of your favorite tobaccos um, that is not commonly found in, say, you know, most uh, like American blends these days that you're like, wow, I, I wish this was in more blends or it's just something that's not high enough produced that you're just like, this is this is super good. Dominican Piloto. Uh, the Piloto tobacco here is is so good. It's, the smell is so that even the. The smell of the smoke is like like smelling a perfume. Uh, it's very citric, uh, very intense, very peppery. It, it, I wish I could only use Piloto in, in, in all of my blends. You know, it's just... Yeah, I've definitely... The tobacco. That... I'm so special. I've heard that before about Piloto, um, that a lot of people really love it. Uh, is there is there a seed that you guys grow the most? Is piloto something that you grow the most, or um... we grow a lot of piloto? But the things we like the main is that uh, it's so hard to grow it. You know, it's such a delicate seed, uh, tobacco biarity. Uh, if if it's too dry, uh, the tobacco it will be bad. If it's too moist, it will be bad. It gets uh, diseases very easy, like like uh, fungus. Uh, the tomato fly uh, attacks it a lot as well. Uh, so, so it's a little bit of a of a complicated tobacco to work with. 
Uh, we grow here a lot of Criollo 98 uh, and, and Corojo. I think those, those and Olor, those three are our top tobaccos that we grow the most around here. And uh, what, what regions do you grow for the DR and, and Ecuador? Is there... So in Ecuador, uh, our farms are in the outside of Quevedo. Quevedo is a city right in the middle between Quito and Guayaquil. Uh, around like four hours away from Guayaquil, four hours and a half from Quito. Uh, uh, here in the Dominican Republic, we're all over the place. We have farms uh, in the border, you know, cl cl close to Haiti. We have a lot of farmland there in Guayubin, all the way to La Canela, uh, here in the Cibao Valley. Then a little bit more on the north, but inside the valley, we also have farms in, in San Victor and in Moca. And in La Vega, which is a town uh, like 35 kilometers from here, that's like a trillion miles. I don't, I don't do miles. I'm <laughs> sorry, guys. You're in Canada, so you do kilometers, right? I do kilometers. That's correct. Okay. So, yeah. So, like 35 kilometers from here. La uh, Vega. The deep south of the island, uh, in a valley called San Juan. Uh, we have two years already, and we have some very good results. We are almost ready just to go all in on that on that valley. Nice, that's exciting. Uh, it's always good to have you know different regions. It it creates just such unique tobacco from all over the place, right? You plant the same seed in a different soil, and you almost get a totally new tobacco. Uh, it's it's super cool to yeah. hear that you guys are expanding and you're all over the DR. Uh, did you, uh, obviously you're in Ecuador. Are there any other plans maybe in the future to get into other countries, say Honduras, Nicaragua, or, you know, even going back into places where we used to see a lot of stuff growing, like say Jamaica, or, you know, you guys are close to Haiti. I don't know if that's ever even possible to get into there. So, uh, ourselves, I don't see that like also in the near future just like venturing in other territories uh, but again i'm very curious and I, and I love trying new things and, and it's, it's interesting like i think there's a lot of potential on that other side of the island and i hope that happens you know uh it kind of makes sense at the same time if, if yep. they can grow tobacco there and we manufacture and eventually they they could start uh, making cigars as, as well there that that would be actually pretty cool uh, but uh, in central america we have way too many friends uh, over there that uh, it doesn't make a lot of sense for us to venture over there well things we we have them already and we trade tobacco one, one, to each other so so there's no really need uh, over there either but yeah we, we're always open we're always open to to see opportunities and, and to try new things, that's for sure. Awesome. Um, another question we had from the comments here from Skip, uh, a very specific question. I don't know if you can answer this, but he wanted to know the difference between Piloto and hopefully I'm uh, pronouncing this right. Pilotico, it's, uh, is there kind of a difference there? there let's say they're causing. They're, they're, so usually uh, the way it works, and that's why it's Sometimes you have uh, a, a different tobacco with kind of the same name. Uh, is one the region where it grew, 
And sometimes you realize that uh, some seats are better suitable in some regions in particular. Um, they kind of become their own thing. Like, for example, here now, uh, uh, we, we are uh, using a lot of tobacco that they call a, a criollo del seco, like dry criollo. Uh, that tobacco became a thing because uh, in some farms, they grew this uh, criollo 98 variety and they realized like, hey, you know, there is dry season and the tobacco is growing fantastic. We should take these seeds and just use it in, in places where there's not like a reliable source of water. And it turns out that it works, you know, and it kept evolving, evolving. You, you, you Usually uh, in every farm where you see uh, a, a tree that is that grows in a place that is not supposed to grow because the conditions were not there, that means that the tobacco is more resistant than than any other. So so you take advantage. You, you, you want that seed. And it kind of so so I guess it's less of like a new flavor and more of just like a necessity in terms of you know fighting against certain variants of you know mold or how it's going to thrive to really hybridize it and turn it into this new name like like you said piloto versus pilotico. Yeah, 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 and the pilotico and the piloto they're they're characteristics. Yeah, very, very similar, very similar tobacco. Well, that's awesome. Um, well, we're just going to take a quick break for now, and we're going to pop into our new segment. Um, we'll just pop you off the screen, and then I'll welcome you back after that, and we'll we'll uh, finish it out. So, our new segment today is brought to you by McAuliffe Cigars. Um, for news today, we're going to talk about. The new or the re-release of the Byron Limited Edition Humidor set. Um, so once again, Selected Tobacco is releasing a Byron Humidor set. Um, vintage is a term that as time is misunderstood and overused. However, when Nelson Alfonso Selected Tobacco releases blends with five years of post-roll age decorated by a uniquely designed humidor, the term is fitting. Byron using a unique distinction for their lines. Each line is named after a century because Nelson tried to capture the true essence of what great cigars were in his in those centuries. This year's edition of the Byron Humidors are limited to one size of each blend, and there's only 7,500 cigars rolled for each century. Uh, the number the numbered humidors are limited to 300 humidors each, so get them while they're out. And if each of the Byron 19th century Grand Poemas, the 20th century comes in the Habaneros, and the 21st century comes in the Elegantes. These three Vitolas are only available once a year in numbered humidors. Those humidors are absolutely beautiful. Make sure to go to smokingtobacco.com to check that out. Uh, and the Byron line adopted its name in the 1950s by honoring the famous British poet Lord Byron. So... And uh, as, it, as some of you guys know, the Byron line as well is, has a really, really unique aging process where they use uh, African oak lined humidors um, with embossed hinges, temperature gauge, and hygrometers. Again, all the, all the news and information on that release is on smokingtobacco.com where you can see beautiful pictures and all the rest of the specifics. 
Awesome, Ram. Well, is uh, do you have any other things that you wanted to mention tonight? Oh, actually, Skip had one more question. Again, a very specific question. Uh, you kind of mentioned tomato fly, and do you know is that a similar thing to the horntail caterpillar? I don't know if. I'm really sorry, Skip. I have no idea. Maybe. I, I, tomato, I know it's called the mosca del tomate in Spanish. I don't know if... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really sorry. I have no idea, man. <laughs> yeah, he's he's pulling out... He's pulling. He's digging deep for those questions tonight, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. I, I like deep questions. I'm definitely going to talk to my agronomist tomorrow to figure that out. Nice. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, sorry. Uh, the, uh, big poppy as well was, uh, introduced as a, uh, firecracker. Um, how did that, was there, was there a re-release of that or was it just the one release? Uh, it was, it was a one release. Uh, yeah, we, we, we team up with, with, with my, my, my friends from United Cigars. And yeah, we, we made the firecracker. That was a quite a cool little project, man. Uh, we decided to fit up a different box design for it. Uh, I know most of the firecrackers is just kind of the regular presentation, but on a smaller size, uh, we went a little bit different. And obviously with, with the distinctive uh, a firecracker tail. Uh, in our case, we made a special time recorded a really cool video and we put a qr code on every box uh, with him uh, that when you scan it you uh, takes you to a landing page for, uh, of him talking about a little bit about the blend and the coolest thing uh, was that uh, we did i think it was 10 boxes that he signed honest i don't remember exactly how many there were but i'm pretty sure it was a uh, 10 uh that had a special qr of david congratulating the person and the box was signed it was actually the first time at least on a cigar box that he signed with his hof because he was official like a a a, a hall of famer in, in in that time so yeah that that was pretty cool that was pretty cool. yeah that's awesome do you do you know Honestly, have you got have all 10 boxes been, been found and, and kind of claimed? Uh, last time I talked to United, uh, officially they knew around about four of 10, I think it was. Uh, I, I have to follow up with them to see if, if, if they know. I made a mistake. I had to put unique QR codes in every single one of them. And that way I could know if they were, but I put the same QR on the on the special boxes so that was yeah. my mistake there ah you know yeah we we live and we learn right yeah but that's, yeah that's a that's a really cool project for sure and very unique for them to kind of engage with uh with with the whole packaging and the cigar and everything uh, i always hear great things about the firecracker line again unfortunately up here in canada we don't get a lot of those uh, store releases, and even when they are nationwide, I don't think they get often distributed up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 a really, really cool project. Uh, that firecracker concept. Uh, I obviously have heard of it before, uh, uh, and for me, it was quite a big honor, you know, mm -hmm. to be part of such a cool project. 
Now, another uh, project that uh, actually landed on our top 25 cigar list that I'm pretty sure you guys had a part in was the Gurkha Revenant. We we put it in at number 24, and you guys made that for Gurkha. Am I, am I correct? Yeah, yeah, we make the Revenant. Nice. Do you want to talk about that blend a bit and kind of went into what went into making the Revenant? So yeah, we we've, we've been working with Gurkha for 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 a while now, and when they came with this project, they were looking for for a box press. And uh, what I like the most about them is that uh, it's not usually with with with, with a big companies is like okay, this is what we want and and that's it, you know. Uh, they let me get involved a little bit on the blending. They were very clear of what were they, they were looking for. Uh, I tweaked their suggestions a little bit, and they decided to go with the with the suggestions that I did. Uh, the most special thing about the Revenant is the binder. It has African Cameroon binder uh, on on their cigars in in the natural and in in, in the Maduro. And, nice. And I really like working with them. Yeah, Cameroon is one of my favorite rappers. Like that, that actual that African Cameroon is just it's so unique. It adds great flavor, and when blended well, it, I I find it blends really really well with a lot of Dominican stuff. But it can go well with so many different other fillers. Uh, it's it's a great great blend for sure. Do you guys have anything else in the works with Gurkha um, coming up in the next couple couple years? You you need to ask Gurkha. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, that's fair. We, we are we are always talking. We, yeah, we we always have some some cool things going on. Uh, so maybe maybe there is something coming. You never know. There's always there's always stuff coming down the hole. Yep. Um. Yeah. Well, did you uh did you have anything else that you'd like to uh, talk about tonight? Ram, or was there any new projects that you wanted to, to plug or let people know of? So mainly that uh, uh, Artista lines, uh, it took us a little bit more longer than expected uh, to release it, but it's finally out there. So I uh, hope people get, get to enjoy it. Uh, it's a very special project, uh, not only for me, but uh, for, for all of our team. And... Uh, uh, here in that uh, I really hope uh, uh, people uh, get to enjoy it as much as we did uh, developing that project uh, stay tuned for that are coming not only for me but for also for the, the the companies that I make private labels for like Gurkha and yeah thank you Th thank you everybody and thank you for, for smoking Artista cigars Awesome, thank you. And you mentioned you're going to be yourself at TP. I, I assume you guys also plan to be at PCA this year. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, we're going to be on TP, PCA, and in Intertabac in Germany in September. Nice. I heard that's a that's a really that's a really big show for sure. Yeah, that that uh, a really fun and interesting show. Put it on your bucket list, my friend. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely want to get over there for that. Um, I've never been to Europe, and uh, I think that would be a good excuse for me to fly over. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Ram, for joining us tonight. Um, 
and thanks everyone as well for tuning in live. Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe us on Facebook, YouTube, or wherever you're going to watch us live. And remember, you can always catch our show on demand with Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, have a great night, and we'll see you guys next week. Thank you for spending your time with us at Smokin' Tobacco. Please remember to like and subscribe for more episodes and content. And as always, visit SmokinTobacco.com for news and updates from the cigar industry.